occurrences just beyond the reach of understanding. Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal and members of the Patreon family. How are you all doing this evening? It is episode 51 of the Paranomaly Zone Patreon account. I don't like calling it that way. The, the Paranomaly Zone, uh, what do we want to call it, Mike? Um, this is for um. family members. The This is episode 51 of the Paranomaly Zone uh, exclusive box of cookies. The box of cookie. Oh, box o cookie. Okay, we'll call it that for tonight. The box o cookie <laughs> episode fifty one. It's been a while. It's been it's been far too long it for a uh, sure feels like it Patreon episode. Um, we have not forgotten about this. We will not forget about this. This is um, very important to us. It's very important to us to keep getting entertaining content out to you guys. We appreciate you all so much. I uh, help spread the Patreon word for the Paranomaly Zone. Uh, we hope it's entertaining because I I don't think we ever hear if it is or not. Well, no, we get lots of we get positive. <laughs> I'm just get, kidding. Oh Jesus, I can never, t- Mike, Mike. <laughs> I can never tell when you're BSing or, I mean, well, I shouldn't say never. A lot of times I can't tell when you. You've been getting better about my. Uh, yes, I have. My poker face. I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. We should have her on the show. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. She's, I think that we should real have easy to get her on the show and talk about her show. No. Her paranormal show I'm, I'm just i don't know man i just <laughs> that stuff irritates me i i just i i don't care who it is i just for some reason i mean even back i mean I, okay this little behind the scenes here you know a little uh stuff that you don't necessarily need to reveal but i will i i remember despising jack osborne getting into the damn paranormal oh he's awesome on it though yeah but i remember despising the fact right. that he got into it just because he's jack osborne because he's ozzy's kid and i couldn't stand him well on the flipping stupid ass reality show that they had years ago and i'm like what so this yeah, is the only uh, reason you get a paranormal show this is the only reason that you are having a career in this field is because of who gave birth to you you know, <laughs> you know yeah. not saying that well, Ozzy gave that, birth to him, but you know what I mean. Right. That did help a lot. But he is a genuine, huge um, fan of the paranormal. No, a 100%. And a great believer. That's, um, and that's, he's, he's fun to watch on these shows. That's what I was going to get to was that, you know, I have definitely softened on my view of, yeah. of Jack Osborne for sure. And I feel bad for immediately, you know, not feeling very uh very, yeah very well oh, that's okay him, but you got to um, go through your processes of acceptance that you you have you know in your head <laughs> and I, i've done that in a lot of ways a lot of ways i haven't um it's patrick little, really hated me the first three years that we knew I each did other not, i did not um, <laughs> well it's a running joke it's a running joke between bridget and myself too because she just she remembers me of how well you know because we we were you know, we were friends before we started dating, and she remembers me being very, very um, 
opinionated when it comes to music and stuff. And oh, really, shocking, really. And I've, <laughs> and I've, I've. I mean, I still am, but I was really bad back in the day where I would just, just basically come. And I didn't mean to, but I would come across as just a jerk. If you listen to something that I didn't like, and I'd immediately tell you that you're an idiot for liking it. <laughs> and I mean, if I didn't use those exact phrases, I would pretty much uh, phrase it. Yeah. So you would understand then, it like that. Yeah, but then and then and then when you were going through this and saying these things to people, here you were listening to uh, th- that. Shut up. N- Nazi devil music. Nazi devil music. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, um, are you talking? Are you calling Depeche Mode Nazis? Oh no, I like Depeche Mode. Okay, well, who who people are the Nazis? Are people. I guess I'm. I, I'm. Not, that was a terrible day of gone. By the way, <laughs> it was no imitation whatsoever. <laughs> hey, by the but way, anyway, um, yeah. For the retro and randoms episode, one of the one one coming up. If you can't make it, Mike, my brother Joe would love to join me for a Depeche Mode episode. If you can't make it for one ep, one weekend, I, is that okay with you? That Joe and I get together for a retro and randoms. Oh my God, he's silent. He's mad at me now. <laughs> Guess not. Yeah, guess after not. the last time all three of us got together, boy, you'll never do that again, will you? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely will. But you just gotta see But not not depeche mode. You can't take four I don't shots. fit into the depeche mode. Um I was listening to depeche mode before you were freaking born. I wasn't saying that. Okay, all right. I'll let Joe know. No, that would no, I was just gonna say I'll that say that Mike perfectly fit. fine. I'll say that you yes. threw fit on the air and I I hurt your feelings. No, um, no, you didn't. But anyways, you who, go ahead and do whatever goddamn thing you want to do with your brother. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, that would be fine. That would give me more time uh, to do uh, working on my quilt or whatever. Or, or, or you know, that. Uh, um, working on your quilt. How about working on your Annalise drawing? How's that yes. coming along? Well, you should see that thing. That's pretty awesome. You're lying totally through your teeth right now. <laughs> well, you have liked it from what you have seen. Yeah, that was like it's a month and a half awesome. ago. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know me and how it takes time. I unfortunately I threw away my alien drawing. I believe I did. Yeah, I like that one too. That was, I I did it. Okay. I didn't like how it was going. So. At least I still have mine that I'm going to finish. You three years away. Yeah, because I want I want quality work, and I didn't think it was quality. Work, All right. So, anyways, but, but back, yes. back to the who the who are the Nazis that you're talking about that I listen to? I'm curious. I listen to Nazi music. Good Lord Almighty! Are you talking about the 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 S, the lightning bolt shaped S's and in, in the kiss emblem. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. I'm talking a lot right now because Mike's frozen. So I'm probably frozen to him too. So if it's just me, that's why. Boy, Mike just looks really mad. He's frozen in a, in a face yeah. of utter anger. Okay. Oh, there no. he's back. There he's back. You had me uh, listen to somebody that was like a German band. Oh, I know who you're talking and, about. And it was that, that deep. <laughs> uh, uh, exorcist sounding streaming voice wasn't it Ramstein? Well, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say that because I love Ramstein. I, I thought they were better than that. I don't know. Oh, they're I awesome! Wanna... I don't think I had you listen to anything that was. Well, maybe I had you listen to a band called Comba Christ. Was that yes? They're... That sounds more like it, and that yeah. was pretty hard. Yeah, they they're they're American. They're not. Uh, oh, okay. they're not German. So they're just fluent in German. No, no, they they sing. Well, the, no, this this was really this was German stuff, I think. German stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, was it? No, it couldn't have been Decrups. I love Decrups. There's another German band. Uh, dang it, man! Now you're heck. How long ago was this that you listened to this? Oh, like, geez, it was years ago. Okay. I can't remember. And you're but, sure it wasn't Romstein? You're you're positive it wasn't Romstein? I, you know, 
Oh, it could have been I don't Ramstein, however the hell you want to pronounce it. So I was gonna say Ramstein. Yeah, Ramstein, Ramstein, Ramstein. Um, who knows? Yeah, it doesn't matter because I mean, that, just because I don't like something doesn't mean it's not quality, awesome stuff for anybody else. Yeah, and I used you know, to think and that talent. I used to be the exact opposite in thoughts. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 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 ripping on myself. I wasn't that bad, but I I couldn't help yes, myself. Shut up. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. If someone had some god awful country music garbage playing and around the bonfire, I'd be like, "God, why do you listen to this?" It's the best beer, beer drinking music there is, yeah. boy. Yeah, if you drink enough of it, and you don't notice what you're listening yeah. to. But it's got to be old mill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And then if you get too much, uh, too much uh, country music that you can't stand anymore, just pour a little bit in each ear, and it'll burn your eardrums out I like think acid. So. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, uh, I think I said this to Bridget the other day, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We're going to dive into the Jersey Devil yes. here, by the way. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yes. The worst beer I ever bought in my life was when I was living in Duluth, and I bought, I'm not joking here, it was less than $2 for a six-pack. It might have been a 12-pack. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It was back in the late 90s. <laughs> it was a brand called Black Panther. Have you ever? Did it have a fist on the no. up in the air? On, on no, no, it had a feline. It was a feline. It was a cat, and it was just a jet black can <laughs> with like a blue outline of a panther on it, and it was yeah, god with eyes. awful. <laughs> that made me go cross-eyed when I was drinking it. God oh, dang it! Yeah, see, the, I was a very your, I was a very poor get, college yeah. student, so I had to <laughs> buy very cheap beer every now and then. Ugh. Yeah, you should be getting yourself checked for uh, kidney and liver cancer years, even years after. Just from that thing alone, <laughs> I know. That yeah, had to be some sort yeah. of contaminated with something. There's Anyways. a lot of bad beers, but Old Milwaukee, I mean, there are people who love Old Milwaukee. Of course. But sure. I've had it once, and boy, I tell you, oof. Yeah, it's no. not for everybody. Not for It everybody. is not for me. Say, Mike, the Jersey Devil here. This is a yes. topic that we have mentioned briefly. I'm sure we've mentioned it briefly on the on. The, I, I know we have, yes. You know, throughout the years, but we've never really done a, 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 a here we go again deep dive into the topic. And no. I, I want to be totally frank. You can be Mike. Um, it's something that I just I for years and years I never felt like we could pull off an entire episode talking about the Jersey Devil because it just didn't seem like there was a lot to the story. Am I yeah. am I absolutely wrong on that? Probably uh, just from the brief research I did today, I would say, yeah, I am wrong. Um, there is a lot to the legend, a lot to the story. And the birth and the beginning. Yeah, quite literally the birth. <laughs> you know? Yes, exactly. Um, is this something that you've been familiar with for a while, Mike, or at least aware of for a while? Uh, it's not like it's. I've been in, been familiar with that like I have with you know all the other things that we're interested in, but... I would say it would have to go back to the eighties that I Wow. Sometime in the eighties, maybe that I had first stumbled across that. I don't even remember when I was first, you know, I guess introduced to the legend. I'm sure I saw it on like some programming or, or uh, some form or another. I did I don't think um like uh Leonard Nimoy's in search of ever did anything on the Jersey Devil. I don't think it did uh, no, covered that. Not that I remember. So it might have been in some later uh, reincarnations on what, what was the show like I can't think of the name right now but it was really before this I mean years before this 
big explosion of paranormal programming. I want to say it was on Unsolved Fox. Mysteries. No, it wasn't Unsolved Mysteries. It was something. It was on the very re- really early incarnation of Fox when Fox was basically mm. just the news and a bunch of weird programming. Well, it was considered weird programming. One of them was a, a paranormal slash kind of monster mystery show. I know we've talked about before, and I can't pull the name. Oh, uh, oh, you know, it's oh, my mind is starting to spin because I. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, I think oh. I know what you're talking about. I thought I want to say it was 1990s, maybe, maybe. Well, how long has Fox been around? Was that formed in the late 80s? Oh, geez, I don't know. 1990s Fox TV paranormal shows if listeners can tell i am searching on my well, phone i am too but it's okay um sightings that's what sightings it was. Oh, i used to love that show. yeah no. i want to say that maybe they did something on uh the uh, jersey devil perhaps they did there are five, yeah, what, what five were the years seasons. on that do you have that five seasons of really sightings um it started in the show began as a special titled The UFO Report Sightings, October 17th, 1991. Really? Wow. Mm. Yep. Okay. I remember that. I, I'm very, very glad I, I was able to find that name. Original release that ran from October 17th, 1991, ended December 23rd, 1998. Those were the specials. The series began April 17th, 1992. Ran through September 11th, 1997. So there you go. 92 to 97. So it's forever mm. ago to our youthful mm. listeners, but seems like yesterday to old farts like you and I, Mike. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <clears throat> hmm. What do you got? What pops into your brain, Mike? When If someone, if you met someone at, at a bar, let's say Mike's hanging out at a bar. He and Mary are hanging out at a the bar. They left Macy <laughs> at home. <laughs> Um, safe and sound in her giant kennel. Uh, but you, you come across some old friends. They sit down. You start talking about your interests. And of course, ghosts and cryptids come up. And then let's say your pals are originally from New Jersey. And they say, ah, have you guys ever heard of the Jersey Devil? What would you say to your friends in that situation, Mike? And how would you impress them with your knowledge of the Jersey Devil? That I have Devil? right now? Well, this is, this is uh, a situation. It's a... Uh, this isn't real, Mike. I'm kidding. You're, you're, you're <laughs> well, not. You're not. I'm not putting you on on trial right now. This isn't a test. You can you can relax. How would you? How would you banter back and forth about the New Jersey Devil? The, I keep saying New Jersey Devil. The Jersey <laughs> Devil. Um. Um. What, well, what what it, what comes off the top of your noggin? Um. Besides, maybe hair? something like. Uh, uh, I, well, I would I would ask them a question. Uh, what do you know about mother leaves, and what can, <laughs> okay. where, what, uh, uh, what can you tell me about her and her life? Let me rephrase and we'll that. We'll banter back about that. Let me rephrase that. Then, if this was a if this was a test, and you were required to uh, submit a three paragraph answer, an essay answer, three paragraphs, would you be able to do it? Uh, no. <laughs> But I could if I if I put a lot of just bantering words in the middle, yeah, like every every uh, ten words are like and you blah, just, dee, dee, blah 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 or something, you know. I'm telling you right now, and I'm not I'm not uh, patting myself on the back. That was one of my skills, man. Was being able to 
just writes and write and write. I used to want to be a writer, by the way, but I could, if I was given a final exam and it was all on essays and I didn't have a, any clue what the topic was about, I only had like an inkling of knowledge, I would, I'm not patting myself on the back, I would get an A, <laughs> on that, I would get an A in that damn thing because I knew how to write and I knew how to make it sound like I knew what I was no, talking about. No, it's because you're a born bullshitter there you go okay fine <laughs> put it that way put it whatever that works way. right <laughs> whatever you want to call it it I, works but i still have to i have to be grammatically correct you know i have to i have no typing errors and all that stuff so i, I was proud of myself back in the day mike so come on come on de doop de frickety do enough of that yeah i agree <laughs> see now i feel like i'm a oh copy. patrick you're so Pompous. So it's so <laughs> so far we, no, we're, we're trying to talk about the Jersey Devil, and all we've come to the conclusion is that I'm an you, arrogant, opinionated you were ass. About Patrick's and, big ass fat head. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we're we're sixteen minutes, about seventeen minutes in. We've barely discussed the Jersey Devil, but we have pointed out and made perfectly clear that I am an opinionated asshole who is arrogant and thinks that all of his writings are A-plus yes. worthy. Okay. You're an arrogant asshole that needs a good wiping. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <sighs> no, no I'm, uh, you know I'm kidding. Are you? you? Know, everybody knows that I do love Patrick. I really do. Okay. And But and but <laughs> he's so sensitive that you got to just shove this crap on him when he does this. <laughs> By the way, Mike, you know, I am. And you know what? I re when I was hanging out with you guys... And I had just updated my stupid Facebook photo, and oh, I, yeah. I hate having Facebook. Yes, I hate having Facebook, but I have to to, to, to manage. I, I I have to to manage the podcast page and my arts page. And I had updated this picture, and then Mike, I, I, we're talking about because you made you made me <laughs> laugh because you put a photo or a GIF of uh of George. Uh, I say Takai, but apparently that's it's not how it's George Takai. George Takai. Sulu from where he Star goes, Trek. Where he goes, oh my. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and then Mike was joking. And winks. And winks. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Mary was saying something about the picture and, or asking about it. And you said, yeah, Pat posted a Patrick posted a picture where he's trying to look all sexy and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that bothered me so much, I immediately removed that picture because I'm like. I, yeah, I felt like, bad after that. It's like, do I really look like I'm trying to look nope. like. no. Nope like sultry or something <laughs> no because you'd never make uh, it <laughs> very true that's a great point that is a great point but uh no the uh, thing about patrick you about you though is you know you talk about the grammatical stuff and you talk about how you would be able to do this and uh with with you know not a lot of knowledge on something i that's not you being a big-headed whatever it's not you being a bullshitter it's you being the perfectionist that you are and you can pull shit out of your ass to make it happen no that's very true and i, I well thank you so, for saying that I, I, and that's what i actually truly honestly mean yeah not the other stuff and it doesn't mean that i don't actually know and retain a few things but i i do make myself appear well this is gonna sound bad but i do i am very good at making myself appear smarter and more intellectual than i am <laughs> <laughs> well so maybe that's a skill i don't know what that and is. with me i don't give a shit if somebody it's yeah like, i don't nah, nah, <laughs> and that's well, me yeah there you go well to each their own mike anyways let's we gotta talk about the jersey devil here i'm gonna yes we do there's I'm a lot to be talked about actually i'm okay. gonna pull out one of my trusty books right here mike mm -hmm. american monsters 
And yes, I'm going to fly through some of this, and it's going to be one of those ridiculous ones where it seems like I'm reading one million miles an hour, mile an hour. I can't speak miles an hour because uh, I am. Uh, American Monsters, A History of Monster Lore, Legends, and Sightings in America by Linda S. Godfrey. And her chapter, Chapter 5, The Jersey Devil, The Monster of the Pines. I'm going to peruse some of these, uh, some of the writings here, okay, Mike? You, mm-hmm. are, you bearing, are, you, are you with me here? I am. Are you with me? Now, according to authors Mark Skewerman and Mark Moran, authors of Weird New Jersey, they provide a definitive description of this potpourri creature that they've been documenting around their home state for decades. Going to quote, the tracks resemble the claw prints of a strange bird or the footprints made by a two-legged creature. Actual sightings are less common, but those who catch a glimpse describe a weird collection of animal parts. The body of a kangaroo, the head of a dog, the face of a horse, large leathery wings, antlers like a deer, a forked reptilian tail, and intimidating claws. So right off the bat, what the hell's going on there? That sounds like a monstrosity of all yeah. monsters. It's uh, It sounds like the uh, offspring of one hell of an orgy. <laughs> Jeez. That's a great way of putting it there. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's like yeah. The, the love child of a, a Wendigo and a, a flipping bat squatch and any number yeah. of things. But, you know, you look at a, a like a very old, old image of it, like a drawing that goes way back. Yeah. You know, you see the claws and you see like the feet almost like hooves, hooven feet. Hooven? Hooven feet, I should say. <laughs> there you go. Hooven. <laughs> There's a word I made up that you probably didn't like. <laughs> nope i lost a few pounds like just by listening bad to wings that. a long neck um it, it's just yeah you can see the face of a horse head of a dog kind of thing but very bizarre now right off the bat i'm just going to be honest here because that's what we're all about the the physical descriptions of this alleged creature for people like me that makes it less believable is that fair to say uh, where where are you along that, Mike? With, with the more bizarre like that, does that make it less believable to you, or does that make it more interesting? Uh, it, well, it makes it very interesting, but it, it makes you question a lot more. Yeah. But you also have to realize that, you know, how the hell people say, I mean, there's more in this world, in this yeah. universe that we have no understanding of. And, you know, so, there's several explanations as to why it's described that way the lighting you know the conditions around them the, you know, their environment their state of mind i mean any number of things could help to describe this weird uh, uh i don't know well, how that um, uh, what's the word oh my god that's the word yeah. right there i had it and i lost it now i have to look up that word and i don't want to all my what word am i looking for mike help me out here mike doesn't uh I'm not catching Amal- it. Amalgamation? Amalgamation? Oh, uh, oh, oh um, Amal- amalga- amalgamation. Amalgamation. See, Mal- see, you know what I'm trying to pull. I here, do. Right? It's like a combination co- concoction. Amalgamation. Amalgamation. There it is right yes, there. Yes, amalgamation. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. And, the action, and it has nothing to do with what I was looking for either. So. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> we, we, oh, wait. No, it kind of does. It kind of does. <laughs> Because it says right here, a combination of two or more companies into a new entity. That's a one description okay. of it. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. Sure. Combination of a bunch of those uh, body parts for sure. 
I apologize, listener, for we sounded like a couple of kindergartners right there. But hey, that's what we're good at every now and then. Now, this bizarre zoological wonder, Mike, is associated with a lo- well, often associated with a local legend said to date back to the 1700s. Now, mm-hmm. let's let's br- briefly go over this this. Um, God, I'm losing my lighting here. Uh, let's briefly go over this legend, shall we? Something like the creature described in that old legend is still being cited, and actually on one occasion was fired upon by police. I didn't know that. Really? I had, I had never heard about that. No. That's pretty interesting. That, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty serious stuff if there's actual police reports. That, I mean, because they, they have to take note of all that when shots are and, fired, obviously. And then after the shots are fired, and then there's, they're walking towards what they think they may have shot, and all of a sudden you hear... No, this Fred's cow got out of the pen again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. So, we got to tell Fred that we killed the damn cow again. Sorry about that. I don't the know. City why. owes Fred fifty dollars. Let's anyway. see here. The quote unquote the Barrens, Mike, is a seven yes. county stretch of dense tree canopy, blueberry farms, and cranberry bogs. Pine Barrens. Situated between the sprawling urban area around Philadelphia and the Atlantic Ocean. So it has a very unique habitat, for sure. Uh, Sandy soil uh, sprouts carnivorous plants, rare species of uh, pines. and Plenty of fruit and deciduous trees. uh, A plethora of elderberries. Um, I don't know about elderberries, but... Back in the year 1735, as the story goes, the Pine Barrens also hatched this mystery. What mystery are we talking about? Well, I'll tell you. That's when, on one, uh, one of the many versions of this legend, an Atlantic County woman named Deborah, or Jane Leeds. I didn't know that she had, that's not even known what her first name is. It's either yeah, Jane, I don't, yeah. It's either Deborah or Jane. And that's pretty, that's pretty different. <laughs> yeah. And also, that's also the reason that the Jersey Devil also is known as the Leeds Devil. There you go. Absolutely. <clears throat> Uh, well, Miss uh, Leeds discovered that she was with child, uh, pregnant, for those who don't know what that means. The baby would be the family's 13th, oh, excuse me, which, of course, we all know what the number 13 supposedly uh, means. It's a number associated with the old omens. The family had count of 13 children. It wasn't unusual back in those days. But the Leeds family could barely feed the children they already had. Now, Deborah slash Jane allegedly cursed her unborn child for the extra burdens it would bring on said family. Right. Well, then, hey, it's their own fault. It's their own fault. (laughs) I'm going to curse thee. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. What do you expect? No more sex. (laughs) No more baby. Well, what do you think about curses, Mike? Briefly, what do you think about curses? Oh, boy, curses. Do you buy into it? I think curses are a lot more um, psychological than, you know, oh, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, you, you put a curse on somebody, and if they believe it, boy, then you're gold. I curse you. <laughs> I tell you, man. I some, let them go from there. Some of those sports curses, though, there's so much history behind that. I mean, the curse, you know, the Billy Goat curse for, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the we got the Cubs and their and the and the Red Sox, the Babe when the Red Sox sold you know, the, Babe Ruth, yeah, and, Babe Ruth, you know, a big whew, curse for many years until they finally busted it in 2004, <clears> I believe it was, <throat> led by former twin Dave Ortiz, who the Twins got rid of before they had a chance to turn into a Hall of Famer. So that's another wonderful decision the Twins made. Anyways, 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, so it goes on to say here that obviously curses are seldom without consequence. Well, duh. And when Deborah slash Dane's uh, Jane's due date arrived, the family was shocked, Mike, to see their new little family member transform itself into a hideous, murdering demon. So it was actually born as a human child and then I, transformed. That's how I have understood it. It was born. Yeah, because while you were while you were reading all that before transformed came up, I was thinking, how is this going to come out of this lady? Without causing extreme damage. <laughs> Damn antlers, man. Good lord. Dafita. Fork wow. tail hooves, cloven hooves. It says here cloven hooves. Yeah, I know, but you yeah. said hooven. Uh, cloven, yes. I know, but you said hooven. Hooven, yeah, well. <laughs> deep... <laughs> but you know what I meant. <laughs> I know, yeah, because I know you, so I know what you're trying to yeah. say. Botten. No, God, don't say that. Okay, but that's anyways. a word. I looked it up and proved it to you on it an isn't. episode. It is not a word. I don't care what it said. Okay. It will never be a word. It shall never be a word. Shouldn't be a word. I curse said word. Okay. <laughs> but after transforming into a hideous murdering demon, now, did it murder like instantly? Because <laughs> they describe it transforming into a murdering demon. Killed everybody in the in the room. Apparently, it, 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 it has taken all of their lives. There you go. There's another one. <laughs> Botten their souls and taken it with them. <laughs> it then sprouted horns and your mic. You're right here. It sprouted horns and immediately massacred the entire family. Okay. With the bloody deed accomplished, it ran howling into the pine barrens, where it hid for nearly two centuries. Not without sightings. And uh, of all sorts, audio, audible sightings, I should say, or not sightings. They heard it. <laughs> That's what I'm Would trying you to say. like me to uh, uh, do a, a quick reading of what the, uh, oh, please. One of the first sightings was? Please. Yes, I want to hear it. According to legend, while visiting the Hanover Mill works to inspect his cannonballs being forged, Commodore Ooh. Stephen Decatur sighted a flying creature and fired a cannonball directly upon it to no effect. Hmm. A cannonball. Oh, did you know this? Joseph Bonaparte, elder brother of Napoleon. Oh, yeah. Is also claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting on his border town estate about 1820. Holy shit. No, I never heard that one. Crazy. Was and Joseph then, but, was Joseph as short as Napoleon? Does he have probably does he have Joseph syndrome? Yes. Had it handprint on his stomach he did well <laughs> bad joke okay. and then jumping to the 1840s uh the jersey devil was blamed for several livestock killings similar attacks were reported during 1841 accompanied by tracks and screams mm. good lord it just goes on and on and on i know the first the first audio recording of the jersey devil was quite simply they were saying oh, <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna play another one no i don't <laughs> it. but I, I pressed the button too soon i pressed the button too soon i was like are you out there jersey devil no okay <laughs> so i i pressed it too soon and then and then of course you, you hear it running away and it just sounds all weird and it's, it sounds far too happy <laughs> yeah that's a very 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 happy jersey devil 
But there are certain things here that it's just kind of odd. Like, okay, 1925, it goes on. I mean, there's a long time period where this is going on from something that is living to a ripe old age or is ageless. I just, uh, oh, I know. You know, in uh, Green Greenwich during December 1925, a local farmer shot at an unidentified animal as it attempted to steal his chickens. Now, why would it need to steal chickens? It would just wouldn't it just go just just take whatever it wants? Well, that's stealing. Was it going to raise its own but, poultry farm too? Or? Oh, but then get this though: that when the farmer shot this unidentified animal, uh, he then photographed the corpse, so this one was actually killed. Mm. Uh, afterward, he claimed that none of a hundred people he showed it to could identify it. So there's uh, more. So he this guy claimed to have killed this supposed Jersey Devil. Yeah. So that's that suggesting that there's more than one? Because hmm. sightings have continued. And when was yeah, that? Yeah, but then why didn't that, yeah, but then why didn't that one get killed when he hit it with a cannonball? Yeah, cannonballs you think would at least give you a good bruise. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, one, uh, going, uh, I, I need to retrace my steps here, Mike. Da, 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 da. Um, after a comp I'm going backwards here. After a killing of the massacring the family, it ran off into the woods, hid for almost two centuries, but not without um, eyewitness accounts and stories. Uh, locals reported hearing unearthly screeches at it, as it made its forays into inhabited areas to steal livestock, as Mike mentioned. They called it the Phantom of the Pines, remained largely unknown outside its rural habitat until something roused it from its lair in 1909. That's when the creature went right. to town, literally, as it showed up in at least 30 different New Jersey communities in mid-January of that year. 1909 was pretty, was a hot year for uh, Jersey Devil sightings. God, it even attacked a trolley car in Haddon Heights I was and just a social getting, club in Camden. I was just getting there. Are you reading the same Good book I am? God, that's crazy. Yes, I must be. Pets and farm animals began to go missing. Uh, let's see here. Of course, the... Depredations were blamed on the creature now known as the Jersey Devil. Panic set in. Authorities made serious attempts to deal with the creature. Police in Camden and Bristol, Pennsylvania, supposedly fired on the creature to no, no effect. Oh, so that's the police report we were talking about. Yeah. Earlier. Okay. Other reports initially concerned unidentified footprints in the snow, but soon sightings of the creature resembled resembling the Jersey Devil were being reported throughout South Jersey and as far away as Delaware and Western Maryland. Yeah, about mm. that police report says there, although extremely elusive, the creature did leave footprints on the ground and on snowy rooftops. Ooh, that's kind of creepy. Ah, that kind of gave me the willies for some reason. That, that looked and it like would they jump made, from house to house. The, 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 the footprints made it look like they were laid, uh, laid made by large, as Mike calls them, hovens. Uh, <laughs> police hunted the unknown beast with bloodhounds to no avail. And my, as Mike said, in Camden, it lingered long enough that it was seen by both a civilian group of eyewitnesses and a police officer who observed them drinking from his horse trough. Mm. Oh, that's weird. He fired at it. Because it's creature. got a horse face. There you go. So it can only drink out of a horse trough. <laughs> uh, fired at it, but the creature disappeared unharmed, came back several days later. Yeah, that's mm. pretty bizarre here. The creature seemed to but, settle back into its Pine Barrens home with only sporadic sightings till after its wild spree of 1909. But area residents say it did not go away and remains at large even in the present present day. You know they they must have believed this so much because it, it says during the widespread newspaper coverage it created fear throughout the Delaware Valley, 
prompting a number of schools to close and workers to stay home. No, that's stuff Vig- that you can't. That's that's real stuff. That's tangible yeah. stuff right there. I mean, we're Vig- yeah. This episode, and- we've been kind of joking a little bit and kind of doing. We're not mocking it by any means. Oh no, absolutely not. But we're doing this kind of a humorous way, kind of taking the humorous take on it. But this, you can't deny. The, the real life panic that set in. Oh, sure. And they even had vigilante groups and groups of hunters that roamed the pines, it says here, and countrysides in search of the devil. And during this period, it is rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo posted a $10,000 reward for the creature, and the offer prompt, prompted a variety of hoaxes, of course, including a kangaroo equipped with artificial claws and bat wings. Um, and I think I had read somewhere else that actually. Um, uh, in Camden, let's see. Okay, they were even offering to build a private zoo to house the creature if it was captured. Really? <laughs> you know, that could have been just a you know a big um, that could have been thing for I was the just zoo or say, whatever. Yep, yeah, yep, that could be for tourism or anything. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Lauren Michael, Lauren Michaels <laughs> <laughs> had the Jersey Devil as a guest on uh, an early episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, darn it. I keep calling them the New Jersey Devils, and now it's Lauren Michaels. No, cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, uh, highly regarded, highly regarded gentleman, very polite, nice gentleman that we had the yes. uh, honor of briefly meeting. I still wonderful man. Still want to talk to him. Very old. Excuse me. Still want to talk to him on the show, and he did agree to appear on the yes, podcast. Yes, he did. Now, uh, he's. He's referring to one 1993 sighting here, one documentation. Off-duty summer park ranger in a which involved an off-duty summer park ranger, Lauren. I was going to call him Michaels again. Lauren Coleman describes this in the 1995 issue of 14 Times. The ranger John Irwin was returning from a date. I do have to read this, Mike. Was returning mm-hmm. returning from a date. In a nearby community one evening as he drove through Wharton State Forest in a desolate area along the Molokai or Molokai River, when he almost read, ran head-on into the sight of a lifetime. Irwin was sufficiently impressed, sufficiently impressed, that he filed an official account with the park ranger's office. His supervisor, Peter Gentile, wow, what a name, uh, <laughs> related some of that <laughs> report for the magazine article, and it goes as this. But up ahead in the long shadows cast by his headlights, he noticed a large, dark figure emerge from the woods and move into the roadway. John, an experienced Park Service seasonal patrolman, thought the figure was a deer and slowed to let it across, but as he got closer, the creature defiantly blocked the roadway. John had to stop his car to avoid hitting it. Okay. And it had a big horse face. Had a horse face. It was <laughs> dragging a horse trough behind him. Yeah, it was very, very angry. Had a couple bullet holes in its waist. Uh, yeah. John went to say that whatever the creature may have been, it was like no deer he had ever seen. It stood fully upright and was covered in dark, matted fur with a shiny, wet look to it. He estimated its height at about six feet tall, had a deer-like head, which John clearly saw when the creature turned to stare at him with eyes that glowed red. As a park ranger familiar with wildlife, he knew immediately that this intense red color did not match the usual bright whitish-yellow shine of a deer's reflective eye membranes. Wow, okay. That's interesting. So what could this, what could this uh, very, um, well, down-to-earth, uh, hmm. feet to the ground, uh, head not in the clouds, uh, park ranger, what, what could he have seen that startled him such where he says, well, it was... That looked like a damn deer, but it wasn't a damn deer. That's kind of crazy. Well, and especially somebody that had, has probably 
probably has knowledge and witnessed most wildlife that would be in that area. Yeah. He would know if he was looking at something that he has never seen before and oh, can't identify. 100%, man. 100%. Now, one thing that I wrote down earlier, Mike, I, and I mentioned it briefly, Wendigo. You know what I mean? A, right. lot, a lot of the Wendigo descriptions involve antlers. Or mm -hmm. could we be possibly talking about this phenomenon? What do you think about that possibility? Yeah. Um, there are differences, like in, in size and things. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ferocity, possibly. But. Um, and the, a Wendigo generally isn't an amalgamation of several right. different body parts. You know? Right. Yeah. Or, or, uh, but that's a good point, though. That's a good point, though. I mean, it it could be a different species of Wendigo. <laughs> Who knows? There you go. Who knows? Yeah, kind of an outcry. If there's more than one species, I don't know. Depends on what kind of a creature it actually is. Now, this... Mm. Um, blah, blah, blah. I talked about the 1909 sketch that Mike mentioned earlier. It says here, Investigator Lon Strickler addressed the question as why sightings of the creature have tapered off. He addressed this on his website, Phantoms and Monsters, and he says there's a stigma attached to the Jersey Devil. People are wary of reporting sightings of this creature. I'm not sure if the reluctance is because of the fear of ridicule or that the legend has some ominous bearing to it. So uh, there's that ridicule thing again, Mike. You know, mm -hmm. we just we just talked about uh, on the flagship podcast, uh, Loch Ness, you know, and the thousand people who have who have reported seeing this thing, and they pretty much probably only, the only thing they've garnered or gained is ridicule. Same here. Right. I mean, people don't want to come forth when they, exactly, me for yeah. one, I would be so excited and ecstatic to tell someone, mm -hmm. but then I'd start thinking about it too much, I think. And then well, and that's the way it is with every, yeah. you know, phenomena like that, you know, UFOs, ghosts, everything bigfoot all of that um it's that fear of ridicule uh so <sighs> i do want to get through this episode here uh, i know we're running late already mike so another one of the possibilities i'm perusing down this article is a chupa a version of a chupacabra actually hmm, yeah that's kind of so, yeah i'm sure like uh the north american version of the south american chupacabra that could be uh, let's see here. One pair of Tucson reporters had no trouble recognizing the Chupa's similarity to the Wharton State Forest Jersey Devil as reported by Park Ranger John Irwin, which we talked about. Gregory McNamee, or McNamee, <laughs> McNamee, <laughs> McNamee, and Louis Urea wrote a piece called Hell Monkeys from Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Later to be used in the movie The Wizard of Oz. Or depending on when the book was written, I don't know. Uh, hell monkeys from beyond chupacabras come to the Sonoran Desert, or Sonoran, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, from the Tucson Weekly, May 1996 article. Oh, yeah, huh. that's interesting. I'm not sure, Mike, is this... Uh, this one is tough for me to buy. It just is. Uh, it, I, it is, it is. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying people haven't seen something. I totally believe they've seen something. Yes. But again, well, if if people are there and people are aware, people residents, local residents are aware of the legend, obviously how could you not be yeah. when, when you reside in the area and you see something that's unknown, you can't describe it, you don't know what it is and quite frankly it scares you. 
Well, Great. what are you going to say he saw? Probably the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one thing here that shows that uh, says about how the possible beginning of this story, and it is plausible. It makes sense. It doesn't account for, you know, all the sightings, except for what, you know, you were saying about the, uh, you see something, you're going to explain it as what you've grown up hearing about. That, oh. oh, that's what it's got to be. But right, right. Um, the Jersey Devil uh, could partially be nothing more than a creative manifestation upon the imaginations of the early English settlers. You know, and that would have came around that same time, okay. uh, you know, yeah. a little after, but with pos- plausible natural, but I can't even read, <laughs> plausible natural explanations, including boogeyman stories created and told by bored Pine Barren residents as a form of children's entertainment. Mm. The byproduct of this historical local disdain for the Leeds family, you know, blame it on them. The misidentification of known animals and rumors based on common negative perceptions of the local rural population of the Pine Barren. Okay, Mike, you know, um, here's a question I have to ask, and I, I, I am, I am admitting my ignorance. Okay. Was there a Leeds family massacre? Is that documented? Uh, that's a good question. I should see if I can look that up real quick. Um. What I mean, because that makes you wonder, like, was there, in fact, a Leeds family? Um, right. And then that could also, you know, if there was a massacre, you know, there's uh, um, there's many stories that could come out of that, you know, horror stories or whatever. I'm going to type that um, in real quick. Leeds family massacre. Um, should I put in New Jersey as well? Yeah, let's do that. Why not? Because I'm interested if there's actually like some unsolved mystery associated mm. with this. Oh, now this goes back. To, this goes to a story showing a um, depressed father murdered family before killing himself in a fire. Um, and uh, and the, the his name, their name was Leeds. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about. Well, wait, wait. What's this? Oh, they're talking about Leeds. England, maybe. Mm. Okay, I found this. It says Brian maybe. Regal. Brian Regal, a, a historian of science at Keene University, theorizes that the story of Mother Leeds and the, the Leeds family, rather than being based on a single historical person, originated from colonial southern New Jersey religio slash political disputes that became the subject of folklore and gossip among the local population. Of cor- according mm. to Regal, folk legends concerning these historical disputes evolved through the years and ultimately resulted in the, pop- in the modern popular legend of the Jersey Devil during the early 20th century. So mm. I'm not seeing anything about actual people and actual family massacre. Hmm. Oh, it goes on here. Regal contends that colonial era, colonial era political intrigue involving early New Jersey politicians Benjamin Franklin and Franklin's rival almanac publisher Daniel Leeds resulted in the Leeds family being described as quote-unquote monsters, hmm. and it was Daniel Leeds' negative description as the Leeds devil rather than any actual creature that created the later legend of the Jersey devil. Hmm. 
I had no idea that we could associate the Jersey Devil legend to Benjamin Franklin. Sure. A rival of Benjamin Franklin. That's mm. that's really interesting. That's kind of cool. I, I, yes. I like that fact. Yes, related to a very large man with tiny glasses and a <laughs> penchant for women. A penchant for women. <laughs> and Which Benjamin Franklin actually... Uh, he did have quite a penchant for women. Well, how could you not? I mean, the guy was a yes. looker. Just look at him. Look at those descriptions. Yes. I mean, he's no Jersey Devil, but... Hey. Can I sit on your lap, <laughs> Mr. Franklin? Can I try on your glasses? Please. Please. <laughs> Can you show me your printing press? <laughs> Can you give me you know, your... whatever. Yes, please let me try out your kite. I want to try you, out your you kite. You as a... You, as a presidential aficionado, must have heard about uh, Benjamin Franklin's womanizing. Well, Benjamin Franklin wasn't a president, so. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? <laughs> a founding father. Okay, yeah, he's in a yeah. historical. He was he was in sure. cahoots with the presidential. Well, uh, yeah, he's a, definitely an important, very, very important historical yes. figure. So, yes, I knew that he was never the president, but well, I bet I, you there are I'm people sure that did. do. I'm sure. I'm sure you knew that. I know. <laughs> That, I did not know that connection to the Jersey Devil engine, though, that's for sure. Yeah, that is interesting. Now, uh, of course, I would love, just because it's so interesting and s to, to think of stuff like this potentially being real, I really yeah. do like the idea of maybe perhaps there was a family mask. How about this, Mike? I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to start a bunch of garbage. How about there is like this political conflict between Benjamin Franklin, Benjamin Franklin's people, and Daniel Leeds? So much so, you know, Daniel Leeds gets such a negative perception by the, by the, the well, I guess media back in the day. It's not media, but you know, the 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 writers, you know, the the mm -hmm. journalists. How about there's some nefarious activity going on there? Sure. Politically speaking, I'm not suggesting this by by any means. I'm not saying this happened. I don't believe it. But that was hundreds of years ago. Don't worry about it. Wouldn't it be intriguing? <laughs> If some nefarious goings-on happened and Benjamin Franklin is behind the creation of this Ooh. Jersey Devil legend. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. He's like, no, we need to start this story. We need to slander this man. Yeah. We need there to you go. bury him. Can I see the tattoo of the Declaration of Independence you have? Are you asking me? <laughs> no, it's going back to Benjamin Franklin. He yeah. had the in a, a very small tattoo of the Declaration of Independence on his left buttocks cheek. Oh. I'm sure. I thought you were going to say he had like an anchor on his arm or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Anyway. I, I think that's one of... Uh, yeah, I think that's one of... Um, have you ever seen the movie Roxanne, Mike? No, but I've heard the song. Yeah, well, it's not, they're not... Uh, one and the, one and the same by any means. Well, then you won't you won't get the jokes. So I won't go there. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I guess once we again, Patrick, have proven my stupidity. I'm not, no, I'm by not. just doubting that I would have uh, any idea what he's talking about. Well, no, because you would not not that you wouldn't understand it, but you wouldn't you wouldn't make sense because you hadn't seen the movie. That's all I'm saying. Is it the one with Steve Martin? Yes, uh, yes it is. The Cyrano de Bergerac? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's the Bergerac, <laughs> but... Uh, Tom Bergeron? Uh, <laughs> well, Mike, what are your, well, we can wrap this up, man. This. Uh, what are your final thoughts on the Jersey Devil phenomenon? It is a phenomenon. People still report to yes. this day seeing absolutely something Absolutely, they unexplained. do. Um, they absolutely do. There's there's something to it, but it's uh, it's a lot of misconstrued 
an agglomeration of <laughs> amalgamation amalgamation of uh, different stories and sightings of different things based on the fear that was started hundreds of years ago as a as a however it started yeah no i i get it i get it and as a ben franklin thing or whatever i mean is there a possibility i did read this earlier there's a possibility that simply is a demon mike and we all know how you feel about demons so we're not going to go there but hey well who's in the say? world of demons absolutely i mean if uh you know if there's a chance of there being demons or anything why not i mean well, what, it's got you, the look it's got the yeah you, know, you can't get more of a monstrosity than that right I mean, the, the horns, the forked tail. It looks like a Frankenstein type monster put together. Absolutely. You know, so I mean, not the monster itself, but it's just been put together with several different, you know, it's yeah. like a mad scientist created this beast, you know, so that that, mm. in, that in itself, I think, will make this legend continue to linger just the. Physical. Oh, it will. Like many of the legends that are yeah. believable or not, they're, they'll keep going. Yeah. And people like us keep them going. We do. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so, and again, because we have a million Patreon subscribers in another yes, dimension somewhere yes. out there. So, uh, yeah, Mike, you and I are sitting pretty right now. Uh, we're 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 comfortable financially because we've got over a, a million subscribers to this. Yeah, to this yeah. stuff. So, we can't. yeah, I, I see a cool ten percent of it. <laughs> hey, that's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Well, no Mike, kidding. I'll tell you what, you start tweeting and promoting this more, then you'll get a little bit more of the cut. How does that sound, my friend? All right, well, put yeah. out, put put together a contract. Yeah, don't say put out. Don't <laughs> so. Yeah. No, if we had to start doing contracts, anything that had to do with this between you <laughs> and I, I would quit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. No, we're not we're not going down that no. path, my friend. We're doing we're having too much fun and enjoying well, one hundred percent, and I, I joke do. and I kid. It's all it, it's in jest. I mean, we can't we can't thank you guys enough. Deal. We can't thank you guys enough who are handing over you know some of your hard earned money to listen to us, and we appreciate yeah. it so much. We hope you stick around and you know tell your friends about it. We'd love to see see this grow. Um, no question about that, Mike. This has been fun. This has been oh, absolutely. Uh, we we did better than what we thought we would. I think so. I think so. It helps when you have a book to read from. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Um, until next time, my friend. Uh, what do our awesome paranormal? Uh, what do our awesome paranormal family members need to do, buddy? Do I do that for this episode of stuff? Yes. Do, peace out. You can do whatever the hell you want. 